Welcome to Leslie and Lily, a marketing podcast to help new business owners market themselves in the digital sphere. I'm Leslie, owner of Lily Rose DNA. Hey everybody, welcome back to Leslie and Lily, the podcast for business owners as they are learning how to market themselves in the digital sphere. My name is Leslie, owner of Lily Rose DMA, and this week we have a special guest for you. Her name is Kimberly Coffin. She is an empowerment and sexuality coach. Hey Kim, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. Awesome. So could you introduce yourself and your business to everyone? You. So Kim Coffin, Empowerment and Sexuality Coach. I am the founder of Get Your Sexy Back. And I guess I'll go into a little bit of history about me and where all of that came from first, because that kind of leads right up into what I've been doing for the last four or five years. So kind of um, between 2013 and 2017, everything in my life was really coming to a head and everything was starting to feel really heavy, really frustrating. I felt like I was constantly stuck on that hamster wheel going around and around. And what I didn't know at the time was a lot of it was stemming back to a sexual assault that I had from my stepfather that my mother also knew about when I was 14, 15. And it wasn't addressed. It wasn't addressed properly then. My mother denied it. And it was literally swept under the carpet. So as we came into 2013 and 2017, these people were still in my life and I had three young children. I had two boys and then I had a daughter in 2006. So she was starting to come to an age where she wasn't with me all the time anymore. And my mother was also asking to literally take her on trips and so forth. And I was like, well, with who? Because there was no way in hell that my daughter, my young six-year-old at the time was going anywhere with my stepfather alone ever. Mm -hmm. So all of this just started stemming up. Um, I actually broke my ankle, like a whole pile of things were building. And this animosity that I was feeling and I didn't really know what I was feeling and why was coming literally from me not getting and understanding how my mother could not protect her daughter the way that I would want to protect my daughter now. So it kind of built to a head. And when the Me Too movement popped in 2017, literally, I was like, wow, you people are awesome and everything. But there is no freaking way I'm doing that. Like, there's (laughs) no way, no way. And I read every single story for like three days going, oh, my gosh, you people are so brave. But you don't know my mother. Like, it was literally like, no way. Mm. Um, And then I was driving to Ottawa, actually, and. I pulled over for gas and I was like, you know what? Screw it. And I literally posted my story like really quick, down and dirty, like just let's throw this out here. And I wanted to vomit. Oh no. At the same time, yes, but at the same time, I received the most incredible support from um, an uncle of mine and a whole huge community. And it really gave me the courage to move through and confront my mother. And and call out that issue. And it allowed me there to start a healing journey where I literally started reclaiming myself. I was already signed up for the School of Womanly Arts program and I didn't know how I was gonna get there, but that moved into me saying yes and going to New York for not just one weekend, it ended up being for 
two experiences, two masteries of creation, <laughs> a whole pile of years. And that led me into Layla Martin, as well as Jade Egg, Femme with Bernadette Pleasant as well, moving in, you know, embodied emotions through our body, through dance, and really reclaiming everything that I had kind of swept under the carpet as well, I guess. It wasn't that I really denied what had happened many, many years ago, but I had allowed, I guess I'd pushed it down to go away and leave me alone because I don't have time and I, I'm not able to deal with you right now mm-hmm. because it wasn't accepted. It wasn't approved. It wasn't allowed to be spoken of. It was in total denial. So yeah, that led me all to this incredible journey that I am actually so, so grateful for. I really, really am of reclaiming me. And now I am a trauma-informed somatic empowerment and sexuality coach with Get Your Sexy Back. And now I teach women how to reclaim their lives doing very similar, whether it's small trauma, big trauma, just the thought of, you know, being a woman in this world is actually a lot of traumas that we encounter just by not showing up, not being seen, not using our voice, hiding all of those things. So it's a fabulous, fabulous journey. And my officially, like what I say officially of, I guess my tagline, I guess, is I teach women how to turn on their life, turn on their pussy and take their power back through sacred sexuality. Ugh, like your whole story gave me chills. So I'm just, mm. I'm just taking it in. Um, firstly, I wanted to commend you because it's brave. It's brave to tell to tell something about yourself that when you first told it, it was taken as a lie. And, Mm -hmm. and then the fact that, you know, you were looking at other people and you're like, I want to be like you, but uh, do you know who I live with? Do you know who my family (laughs) is? They are not going to be okay with this journey and how you found allies even within your family. And you were able to, to confront your past and, and go on your journey of healing. And I feel that your story is like so many other women's um, and, and a lot of men as well. And so do you find within your, your coaching, do you find a lot of women who have had the same experiences as you as well? Yeah, almost every woman, not all, but almost every woman has some form of, assault, whether it's from a date, um, an uncle, family member, something like that. If they don't, they still do have traumas from just being a woman in today's day. Very, very, very true. I know it wasn't until I got into my early 20s that I started talking to my friends and just some of our stories were so similar on they're like, oh, yeah, this has happened to me. Or, yeah, it's like you you normalize being touched inappropriately. You normalize yes. being, um, you know, like in a way held against your will in certain situations. Um, I had a situation where once someone I thought was my best friend when I was like 11 or 12 locked me in a garage with her brother. Um, mm. and like, thankfully nothing happened, but his intent was for something to happen and oh. the, the shame of it and the fear of it. My first thought was, I can't tell anybody because I was alone with a boy. And all I thought was 
no one's going to believe me. You know, I'm going to get in trouble. Like as a kid, all I thought is I'm going to get in trouble because, yeah. and, and I couldn't, I don't know why that was my first thought, but I didn't say anything until years and years later. And my mom was like, are you, why didn't you tell me? I was like, I thought you would be mad at me. And that is how women react. I reacted the same. My first words out of my mouth when I did tell my mother was, please don't like ground me from the semi-formal that night. Like I need to go. I've been planning this for months and I don't want to get in trouble. Totally the same. Yeah. And I mean, what you said as well of just being a woman can be traumatizing, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm like, luckily, we do live in, you know, like North America, where things aren't as bad as other people's nations, but it's still bad. (laughs) You know, there's still, there's still many things that are that are going on. You have to walk down the street late at night holding your keys in between your fingers. Like, that's still trauma. Yes. I have spoken to many a male friend, um, my husband as well. Um, We've had plenty of these discussions where I've said the most that men really have to worry about is, are they going to be mugged, you know, if they're walking down the street at night? Um, You're not worried about, will I be raped? And if so... How do I prove that I'm innocent in this, that I have to prove that I didn't do anything to make him want to do this? And that's ridiculous. Like, why do I have to prove my innocence at all? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But just the fact that you're doing this work and the fact that you are showing women how to reclaim their bodies. Could you talk a bit more about that? Like, what does it mean for a woman to reclaim herself? in your opinion. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I have a three-step signature sexy back approach is what I call it. And it's reclaim, reconnect, and remember. And reclaim is about reclaiming your life and the places you have given your power away through boundaries, body, love, time, self-care, using your voice, turning, like turning on literally, and approval and just the system, systematic trauma of being a woman and having to hide and not show up fully and be seen fully is the part that we get to reclaim because that is just kind of living in us. And we have learned how to be demure and, you know, be quiet and, and don't ask for too much and don't be too big and all of that. Right. So that's the part of reclaiming all of that back feeling it's about feeling that sexy and alive and confident and showing up as your full self where you feel free to experience more pleasure and more joy in your daily life. And then so you can stop, you know, going through the motions and get off that hamster wheel. Mm. Because we literally do get stuck in that hamster wheel because we're like shoved from here. Don't speak up. Don't say this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Do this. You know, all of these things kind of put us in this little corner. So we literally get to reclaim our space back. And reconnecting is a beautiful part And it is about reconnecting to your body, reconnecting to your pussy, to your sensuality, your sexuality, getting out of your head and getting more into your body and being the full woman that you were meant to born to be. And to do this, we have to reconnect to all of you. And that's where the sexuality comes through because our sexuality has been shamed, condemned, pushed down, put away. And it's been built up with all this fear. It's taught as scary. It's taught as it's wrong. 
and then we're not to talk about it again like it's just so taboo right Mm -hmm. so if we want to reclaim who we are and step fully back into our power without blocks fears limiting beliefs and conditioning holding us back we have to reconnect to our body to our pussy to our sexuality and that is the way through so that's the beautiful part of the reconnecting and remembering is about turning on more tapping in trusting yourself from within that 100% trust deep down connecting to the divine feminine within and remembering exactly who you are at your core so that you can confidently show up as that powerful unapologetic true self and it really doesn't matter where you're at in your journey women can be anywhere along that spectrum and they can always reclaim reconnect and remember more and more through that journey it's always a journey I see why you're a coach (laughs) (laughs) I do just how you explained it it's very calm but very powerful I mean how did you you have explained your background and and what led you into exploring this um, in the first place but what made you want to actually be a coach and turn this into a business Mm. <laughs> I didn't have a choice. I had a, I had a download, literally. <laughs> I had a download and it was just get ready. And it was like, what the hell? Um, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but okay. And yet at the same time, I have been a coach in one form or another for over 24 years. Mm. So I owned a business that was weight management way back when, which I would never approve in today's day, but I did. And we were, we actually called ourselves counselors back then, um, which is totally a no-no, but we did. And then I'm also a master, master photographer and I focus with newborns and I'm not doing so much of that anymore, but I was, and I had three traumatic births or postpartums and I had a lot of info to share with new moms Mm -hmm. that were coming in with a five day old and they were like, this isn't working or I can't breastfeed or all of these problems that happened within a week of having a baby, right? So I was sharing a lot of my coaching knowledge all the way through, but the official get your sexy back was a download. (laughs) What do you mean by download? I literally was like sitting in an event and I had no inkling of switching career paths. Like I had just received my master's of photography Mm. and it was literally get ready like you need to get ready and you need to get ready to launch this to change literally the world by transforming the world one pussy at a time is what I gotta say now (laughs) but literally transforming the world like this movement is coming you can feel it and women are reclaiming themselves and I had to get ready to join it so how did you pivot from being you know, you just got your master's in photography and you get this download and it's like, okay, get ready. Like, this is actually what you need to do. What did you, what practical things did you put in place um, to start this business and to make it successful? Yeah, that was interesting too. Um, The week after I got the download, I literally had an opportunity open up to me to become a partner in a wellness center, wow. which I did. Um, and I also, you know, finished different certifications to actually call me a coach per se. Um, and I'm using air quotes right now because that certification was, 
very, very limited. I don't want to call it a joke, but it really, really was <laughs> for me. It was like, really? Are you serious? So I, I realized actually what I did see during that course is how many more skills and tools I already did have that I just wasn't aware of. Mm. And from there, I was already working with Layla Martin in her Jade Egg, but then I said yes to her sex, love, and relationship certification. And that was intense, but a phenomenal, it was about a year and a half. I'm still doing a major in it right now. Mm. And they said it was 650 hours, which is huge, but actually it was way more like a thousand plus hours and a year and a half of just literally wiping everything off my calendar other than my clients and this coaching certification because it was like down in every day, every week work and tools and practices and practicums, um, studying. It was beautiful. I absolutely loved it. And it was quite a journey on its own, but that is where I really secured and saw, you know, how much I already, again, knew and how much I was able to use the amazing tools I learned from Layla to go and to use this more into the world and into my coaching. That is definitely some passion because you just finished um, a, you just finished a course where you get your master's and it's like, Oh, got to go back into school again. Um, And so I understand that some people listening might be like, Oh my God, I'm so tired. I just want to do something right now. Let me hurry up and get this done. But something that I talk about often on this podcast is basically that you're never You're never not a student. You're always learning and you have to be. You constantly need to know what is happening in your industry. You need to know best practices. Like the fact that you were able to take that first certification and you said, this is a joke. This is, I don't know what this is. It was, it was not coaching certification. (laughs) (laughs) The Vita one is, yeah, the Vita one with Layla is, but the other one was like, really? Right. You're like, that's cute. (laughs) Oh my God. What is it? And then you still went after that. And so I wanted to highlight that because that's a part of business and that's also a part of life, but business, especially where you think you're done, right? You're like, Oh, okay. I got this. And then at least for me, like when it comes to like digital marketing, it's like, Oh, there's a different algorithm or, Oh, they've just changed their policies. And so you have to make sure you are constantly a part of best practices. You have to make sure that you are up to date because you have competition and your competition, if they're doing their job right is on top of everything. So it feels like a lot at times, sometimes you might have to just like take a a day and just like step back before you get back into the ring and fight a little bit bit more but it's very very rewarding I can tell from you that you are extremely passionate about this industry and I mean did you did you think that when you were a teenager that you would able you would end up doing something like this one day that's the funny part because 2020 is always you know the best hindsight right Mm. but when we go when I go back now and look through my life like this inner knowing and this calling this yearning for more um, has always been there that's the really crazy thing (music) 
Marketing doesn't have to be that hard, especially when you have someone there to help you. Hi, my name is Leslie, owner of Lily Rose DMA. For all of the multiple ways to market, such as SEO, event planning, content creation, email marketing, and social media marketing and management, Lily Rose DMA is here to help you. And for my business owners who still are more hands-on, Lily Rose DMA also offers a marketing manual for you to take the next steps in your journey at your own time. Visit us at lilyrosedma.com as well as listen to our podcast for Leslie and Lily. Yeah, so this knowing has always been there, which is really, really cool. That's what I kind of talk about when we're going into the remembering, Mm -hmm. when we really tap into that deep feminine, that sacred feminine core, and that inner trust and knowing that comes, it really comes from the universe. Like it's all this energy to play with. Mm -hmm. That has always been there. Yeah, that's very true. So you now have this business that you're passionate about. You are coaching and you are helping women all over reclaim them, reclaim themselves and their body, not just their body, but them, like the core of who they are. What have you done to build this business up? What have you done with marketing specifically to let people know that you're out there and you exist? Mm, yeah. Um, I use a lot. That's for sure. The like for, for social media per se, like I post every single day. Uh, I had it streamlined of course, so that it's easy for me and for my VA. I have hired help as well to post my work, Mm. but I use, I use Facebook and I use Facebook groups, uh, Instagram, Google, LinkedIn, and email campaigns. I use it all. And honestly, especially in COVID times, like if there wasn't something like Facebook, <laughs> we, that would have been really way more difficult. I connect with my coaches. I have over five coaches right now mm. that I still use. Because as you said, we're always growing. Like in this work, we're always going deeper. It's personal growth and personal work. So I have five coaches right now. And I use all through Facebook mainly or Facebook groups to connect with all of them and the people in there. See, and once again, see audience, I keep telling you the same information because it works. Um, <laughs> no, because the thing is, you find, you find the platform that you shine best on. And so for some people, it's Facebook, some people it's LinkedIn, some people it's Pinterest, um, other people it's a combination where they're doing really great on Instagram and Pinterest and TikTok because it's all photo and video generated. And it's like, people love to see them. They're fine with being on camera. Other people, they prefer LinkedIn. They prefer to basically microblog. And they also kind of use Instagram for that as well. But something that I have talked about multiple times is getting in a group and networking and just talking to people, just be a part of a business group and just say, you know, look at the feed, see what's going on, see how you can be helpful if you can answer a question. And don't be afraid to po- like post a question yourself and you will start to see a community. And then one day you'll wake up and realize that you're a part of it. You're not just on the outside. And I don't know about you, but for me, 
that was really important because I'm a part of a few business groups, but the business groups for women, especially I was hesitant towards because I just growing up had trauma when it dealt with women. Um, It was always a, it felt like it was a competition for no reason. I'm like, I just want to be your friend. I don't understand why we don't like each other or I don't understand why my existence is a problem to you. It's like, like, I'm sorry that the guy you like likes me. Um, I actually don't like him. So, but I'm cool with him. So if you want me to put in a good word for you, I will. But like, I don't understand why you have to be mean and rude. And so growing up when you have those type of experiences, um, you know, in, in many different ways. And because we're taught to basically the only way we could get ahead was if we had a rich husband, because we weren't really taught um, to be more ambitious. We weren't taught that we could be really. Uh, I had to really check my heart and realize like, you know, you're not that little girl anymore. You're a grown woman. You have your own business. And more importantly, it's time to let it go. And so being able to be a part of groups and to just chat with people, I realized that there's a huge community and there's so many people who really do want you to succeed, even if they're in the same industry as you. It's just like, wow, oh, you're doing that? Oh, that's cool. Like, I'm gonna do that for my business as well and see if that will work for me. So have you have you found that in networking? Just have you... Yeah, Yeah. I I totally relate with your story as well, because with with women and being afraid, like, we are taught in, it's part of the patriarchal society to, you know, pit women against each other. And that is part of the healing and part of the reclamation that we can take back of working through our triggers and our traumas together. Like, even if somebody in a group does trigger you, uh, working through that together is so, so important. And it's not easy at first, like, before 2017, even in the classroom with women, I would have said I did not hang out with women. If we were at a party, I hung out with men. Mm-hmm. And that is where I found sisterhood, though, in 2017 and really did heal a lot of those wounds and reclaimed those areas where I was afraid to show up and be seen in a group of women because they're catty or because they're going to talk about you or be mean. Um, so that's just some things that we actually really get to reclaim and take back and show up again on that social media Mm -hmm. even though we're a little afraid of being seen and then go to the group where you are fully supported and say please celebrate me you know that's an amazing tool bragging and celebrating please celebrate me because like I just showed up on this group and I was so nervous too and we can learn that very very true and just to add on to what you're saying the more that you show up you're going to find your own tribe And the more that you show up, you're going to realize that there's somebody else that you are actually giving courage to. I think that over the last few years, I want to say the last three or four years, I started to see to see a shift where people wanted things that were more authentic. And in 2020, because everyone was forced to be inside and people couldn't go get their eyebrows done or their lip waxed or whatever is going on in there, it forced people to just show the real them. And 
say the way that I look is fine. The way that my body is, is beautiful. I reject society's standards of beauty or what I'm supposed to be like or how I'm supposed to be in order to have a successful business. You can't be, you can't have tattoos up and down your arms, all exposed and blue hair. You can't do those things and people take you seriously. And now I'm seeing those type of people on LinkedIn and they have like, million dollar companies because they decided that they wanted to show up for themselves they networked and now they have more people who are like wow they they can do this I can do it too I can be a lawyer with like I just there's there's this one woman that I saw on LinkedIn that has I mean her whole body is covered in tattoos like tremendously like the beautiful artwork and she was told she would never be a lawyer if that happened and now she mm-hmm. is a judge good for her oh my gosh yeah so yeah it's just you know like show up for yourself show up for your business don't be afraid to network um and as you continue on and you find the platforms that are good for you um, and you're making more money you're able to get you know um, assistance and people will help you streamline everything so that you can you can continue on with your business and it'll be a lot easier. Um, but uh, just just be gentle with yourself, I would say. Like take the advice and just keep going. Like like you said, you said you post every single day and um, you know, find what works best for you. But your what are you posting? Is do you have any is it just your like daily advice? Is it um, like deals or like promotions that you have? Yeah, I, I, I share my stories. I share um, tips and, and tricks. I share info that people maybe haven't considered before, stuff like that. So there's really no rhyme or reason specific to what I decide to share. I kind of go through different themes. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I've been sharing whole pile of stuff on human design and connecting to our sacral Mm. authority and then I'm moving back into I think this week um sharing about women who want to up level their orgasms so just depends what I'm sharing yeah that's that's really good so where can people find you like what what's your website what are your social media handles yeah Facebook is definitely a, a big place for me I do have a private Facebook group it's let's get your sexy back for female identifying humans only though, please. And also on Facebook, my personal Kim Coffin works perfect. On Instagram, I am get your sexy back coach. And there is an underscore between each word, but I don't think you need that to search it up. And my website literally is getyoursexyback.ca. And that one is a .ca. That is awesome. And do you have any, any promotions or anything that are going on right now? Yeah, I have a few things. My private enrollment for private coaching is open for enrollment right now. So that is open and we can drop a link if somebody wants to connect and have a free discovery call. And my amazing free series is Sexy Back Salon series that happens every month. It's a free series where women can join. It's a couple hour workshop every month. Each one's different where I share my favorite pleasure practices, tools, embodiment tools, tons of goodies in there and it's a great place to allow yourself to be supported in sisterhood as well 
That's great. Everything that she mentioned is going to be in the show notes, all of the links to everything. So once again, Kim, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate your wisdom and your story. And if you guys are interested in having her as a coach, once again, everything will be in the show notes for you. Um, Once again, my name is Leslie, owner of Lily Rose DMA, and if you are interested in marketing for your business, all the digital services, don't be afraid to hit me up at www.lilyrosedma.com. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Leslie and Lily. My name is Leslie, owner of Lily Rose DMA. You can find me at www.lilyrosedma.com. Tune in next week where we have more advice for new business owners on how they can grow their business in the digital sphere. Talk soon.